0: Are you a fanatic? Then you're in the right place.
1: Welcome to the Fanatic Life Podcast. You're your host, John Gunter and Jamie Tipton. Good grief, man. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Fanatic Life Podcast. Episode six on the table for you this week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of our community. If you haven't yet, we want to send you over to our Facebook page. You can find that at facebook.com slash fanatic life podcast. Uh, like us there. Uh, that's where we post uh, when the episodes uh, have, have hit, uh, hit your podcast player. Uh, that's where we post some, hopefully some interesting articles and things for you to read and catch up on there. And also some, uh, uh, some polls as well, which uh, we did one this week. We'll talk about it in just a minute. Uh, but we do want to just tease something real quick. We um, we should, next week in Episode 7, have a very special guest. It's someone I've wanted to have on since, well, since before Episode 1. Uh, but I think we're finally going to be able to get this to, to work this week, uh, this coming week on Episode 7. Uh, This is a guy who uh, has really taught me a lot about cooking and specifically cooking on my my griddle outside. So uh, that's not the only thing he uses. But uh, uh, and a lot of you may not have heard of him, but you'll want to. You will be blessed by it. Believe me, Uh, just a, uh, a good guy to talk to. I think you'll really enjoy the interview. And um, and some exposure to a guy who I think you'll want to you'll want to turn over to YouTube and check out because you've got a big following there, big following on Instagram as well. And hopefully episode seven, you'll be able to tune in and and be enlightened and uh, have someone else to be a fan of, because, again, that's what we're here for. Talk about things we're fans of and hopefully expose you to some things that uh, uh, you haven't seen, read, um, eaten, whatever the case may be. As, as we do this podcast. So again, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening this week, but uh, we do want to, uh, to remind you next week the, to look for that special guest. And, and that may be the ap- episode where, uh, you can share it a little more easily. We understand that some of the things we talk about are maybe not mainstream, Jamie, as we dive off into comic books and card collecting and things like that, but everybody eats. So <laughs> I think, uh, everybody will have a reason to tune in next week. And, uh, Uh, Just have a lot of fun with that. But we did have a poll last week, uh, episode five. We talked about uh, our top five breakfast cereals. And if you remember, for Jamie and I, our top cereal, both of us had Lucky Charms atop the list, atop uh, the hill, the king of the hill, so to speak. Well, we put up a poll, Jamie, and uh, we just asked a simple question, is or are Lucky Charms... In your top three, we didn't say your top cereal. We, you know, we, we expanded it. Are they in your top three? The answer. Well, both. (laughs) We had a tie again this week. We need to have some kind of poll where we don't tie. Uh, But 50% said, yes, they are in our top three. 50% said no. And my question is, Jamie, do we want listeners who don't have lucky charms in their top three? Well. I don't think at this point in our podcast, we
0: could really just be culling people out of our, uh, out of the listening audience.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neither one of them. I mean, we, we don't, we, we can't, uh, we can't afford to tick either one of them off. So, yeah, I understand what you're <laughs> saying there. I mean, if we, if we make one half mad, then I mean,
0: we're, our listeners are going to drop 50%. That's
1: right. Yeah. Well, Thanks for tuning in both of you guys uh we we appreciate it again you know we don't we don't uh, uh just ask that you listen each week all we ask is you download you know you don't have to listen to this but uh downloads absolutely help and uh, <laughs> we appreciate those and appreciate if you would uh, uh rate us or share uh share us with people who you think would like this i I have purposefully not like uh, you know spammed everyone I know <laughs> with this podcast because I've only invited people who I thought well they'll like this or they might like it, you know. So um, I would also like to give a poll update on our
0: first poll. It actually did not end in a 50-50 tie. We had somebody vote at the last minute, I'm guessing, and it ended up being 60-40 in the favor of Major League.
1: Well, and, and thank your wife for finally uh, uh, logging on and, and jumping in there. But I don't think that's really fair, you know, if you get, get the wife to vote your way.
0: Well, uh, she
1: didn't. No, I, I, I absolutely believe you. Uh, you're completely believable in this. So Jade, if you're listening, thank you very much. Um, but it doesn't count <laughs> anyway, back to, back to something important. Uh, then our first poll, uh, this week, this week here in July, we've got a couple of days, July 22nd and 23rd that I want to remind you of, cause we're going to go ahead and post this a little early this week. Schedules kind of changed. And, uh, Uh, So we'll be out uh, probably a day early. We'll see. But we talked about uh, last week about Corn Nugget Day. And you know what, Jamie? I missed it. I drove by the place who had corn nuggets and I wasn't able to stop because we were going to some friend's house. And uh, so I've got to catch up on my corn nuggets. But uh, I think a lot of people on Facebook really like those things. And and I was thankful because I wasn't sure how many people knew what corn nuggets were. Did you grow up calling them corn nuggets or corn fritters? Well, really it's something I didn't discover till I was actually
0: a little older in life. Uh but yeah, I always heard to them referred to them
1: as uh, corn nuggets. Okay, maybe that's just a regional thing. But yeah, I was the same way. I don't I don't know that I knew of them as I, you know, when I was young, but uh, uh but yeah, when I was older and especially like we talk about having Chicken Express, uh which is a chain uh close to me, uh having them with corn nuggets, man that is uh that was the introduction there, but uh, and I haven't, haven't looked back since, but, uh, uh, anyway, this week, July 22nd is national hot dog day. And that's a, that's a great, uh, summer food. And I'll just go ahead and say this, Jamie, do you watch the, the July 4th, like the hot dog eating contest? No, I, I really don't. Have you ever I've seen just, it? Have you ever like tuned in to see it? I've watched highlights of it. Okay. Well, that's what I had done before. And then, you know, several years ago, it's been a long time now, but. Several years ago, I tuned in to watch that, you know, because they kept breaking the record and all this, you know, Joey Chestnut and I don't know the guy from Japan. I can't remember his name now, but uh, Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Yeah. And one year he's like, he can't actually enter it, but he's eating over there at a different restaurant and trying to beat it. And but to watch people shove food down their throat is not Oh, it's just, that is not for me at all. I don't want to see it. Does anybody like, you know, sitting across from somebody and it looks like, you know, uh, their food's about to come back up? I mean, to me, that's what this is the equivalent of is is watching a whole bunch of people do that at one time. And so I'm not a, uh, I'm not a hot dog eating, you know, competition person, but uh, man, I do like a hot dog. So I will, I'll probably try to have that, um, uh, have me a hot dog this week, but also on the 23rd, Uh, it is national vanilla ice cream day. I can go for that. That is a day I can get by. I, yeah. And in about any form, uh, that, uh, that you can give it to me, give it to me, you know, in, in anything and I'll, I'll take it. I'm not, I'm not sure of a, a bad use for ice cream.
0: Oh no, no. Especially. And people are like, oh, vanilla is plain, but vanilla is a good base for anything you uh, Want to start milkshake Sunday,
1: just a plain vanilla cone with some sprinkles on top I mean, what's better right and i I do love it I, I, It's kind of a joke in our family uh, because we uh, we one time played oh, it was early in our marriage, but we played like the newlywed game or something like that, and the question was, what is your spouse's favorite um, flavor of ice cream and Katie said mine was vanilla and it wasn't. And I was like, whose favorite is vanilla? You know, mine was uh, cookies and cream, but, but now it might be vanilla. <laughs> I don't know because of what we're talking about. Just put it in, put it in anything, man. Just, you know, hot brownie, whatever, uh, you know, we, I want that stuff. So this week, the 22nd national hot dog day, the 23rd vanilla ice cream uh, day, uh, just go wild. People go wild. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a good week. I think, you know, because you can't skip these things. Can you? I mean, this is, this is where you go to your wife and say, Hey, you know, this is, this is a national day. I, I've got to, <laughs> is it testing your patriotism? I don't, I don't know, but I've got it. I've got to do this, Jamie. Can, can you just combine the two days and just
0: have hot dogs and vanilla ice cream on two days in a row? I don't know why you couldn't. I mean, asking,
1: asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. That's right. Well, we'll, we'll get back to you on that, but it sounds wonderful i'm i'm all for it i really thought you were going to go you know mix the hot dogs and vanilla ice cream i was like well then i've got to back off Vanilla ice cream is uh, good for everything but uh yeah i can't do that
0: there are certain things
1: no matter how good they are separate just aren't good together that's right amen to that well we we do have some um some card news for those of you who like uh or, you know, have in the past collected cards or, uh, you know, a lot of people our age are, are actually just jumping back in. There are actually people in groups that are are set up for uh, people in the late thirties who just started collecting because it kind of picked up again. And uh, a lot of people are getting back into it. But uh, for those of you who have collected cards in the past, listen to this. Uh, we have a new record, a LeBron James, 2003, uh, 2004 exquisite rookie patch autograph. So this is a card that has a patch of his Jersey uh, in the card. that there, that's a, uh, they've been doing that for years, but uh, certainly nowadays it's, it's very popular. So it's a, it was when he was a rookie, he's got that patch in there and it's autographed and that sold this, this past week for a record setting $1.8 million. Now, well, it sold for 1.5, Jamie. But then, you know, when you win that bid and you've got your card for, you know, a million and a half, then you got to pay the 20% buyer's fee. So there, <clears throat> there's another 300 grand on top of that. I guess if you can buy it for 1.5, what's another 300,000? You're probably not counting it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Um, if I've got that much money that I want to invest in a card, um, but, but $1.8 million spent. On this card, and man, I mean, it's pretty, but I think it was a nine point five or something like that, and you know that that scale goes up to ten, and yeah, uh, it was a nine point
0: five graded by Beckett um one of the things one of the attractive things about it is that year upper deck only did uh the run in correspondence with the player's jersey number, Lebron where number twenty three there's only twenty three of those cards out there,
1: gotcha. Yeah, I saw some lower grades, like really lower grades. We're selling for like 300000 or something like that. So if you think you ha- might have a LeBron, go check, okay? Especially an autograph card. Yeah, go, go check your sock drawer where, wherever you have those. Hopefully safely protected, as, as, as we mentioned last week. I pulled my two out of the binder earlier today. There you go. Put them on the, put them on the auction <laughs> site and, and make you some cash money, Jamie. That'll be good. got them on the swap shop right now (laughs) the local swap shop i don't i don't even have them listed i'm just seeing seeing what frank down the road will will give me for them (laughs)
0: all right i'm I'm just seeing what i'm 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 looking for a new truck there you go hey
1: i bet you can get it (laughs) very easily (laughs) everybody look for that swap shop item from from jamie uh get it to me if you could i'll give you 50 bucks for it right now jamie um But we do have uh, we do have baseball came, coming up this week. Thank goodness we have some sports coming up. It's it's not without controversy. We're still talking about testing for COVID nineteen, uh, keeping the players safe because we you know just as we've mentioned, as much as we want sports to happen, we don't want it. You know, um, we don't we don't want that. Despite you know or overlooking the players' health concerns and things like that, and, and several have opted out especially those with, uh, seems like the the trend is if they have very young kids or kids on the way, uh, the ones I've seen that, that have, that have really opted out. But the 23rd of this week, uh, 23rd and 24th, depending on, uh, uh, just your schedule is it will be opening day and that'll be opening day for the 60 game season. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be weird. It's going to be, we- it's going to be weird to have, uh, have nobody in the stands. I'd uh, be interested to see what it sounds like. Can you imagine, you know, watching that first game of, you know, your Cubs at Wrigley and, you know, they hit a home run and there's no cheering.
0: I've already seen some of their practice games or Contreras belted one and it's like nobody in the, you know, they're wearing their game jerseys and there's like nobody in the
1: crowd. How weird was that?
0: It was pretty weird.
1: Yeah. Well, and then my Rangers have their, their new home. That's uh. That's plush. It's air conditioned. They they don't have to deal with this July heat, and nobody there. It's uh, man. It's gonna be weird, but I'm sure gonna watch because it's happening. But uh, um, I'm just just ready for it. And I hope that that they can get testing underway. Uh, you know, and be efficient enough to uh, to be able to keep everyone safe. That's what we're hoping, and and that's even coming up with uh, with football as well. I've seen a lot of players. Uh, including an ex Razorback uh, who we're familiar with, uh, Dre Greenlaw, playing for the uh, San Francisco Forty ers is is saying, you know, so you're telling me I've got to choose to to play, get sick, or you know, what's the deal here? Because it it doesn't sound good. But uh, a lot of sports stars are are kind of weighing that out right now, and and I uh, I don't know. Uh, it's uh it's coming up on us quick. I I hope that there is sports, but I. Uh, I do want people's safety over all that, but uh hopefully hopefully this week we'll we'll see some baseball and hopefully won't have any spikes or anything from that. but as a part of this uh, part of this baseball and opening day, the Blue Jays, of course play in Canada, uh the Toronto Blue Jays, and they did not get clearance to even play, and so that's an interesting uh interesting situation to be in. Uh, where they can't even play at their home ballpark because of this this virus stuff. So they are they are they've been talking to uh, you know about a couple of well several scenarios. Uh, they've been talking about uh, talking to the Pittsburgh Pirates to actually play Blue Jays home games at Pittsburgh uh, because they're well, well they're uh, they're close to them, and also they don't have very many overlaps. Uh, I think it's later on in the season they have have some overlaps, but. Another option they've been looking at is playing some games in Baltimore and other games in Washington. When when they have overlaps there, they could switch from one to the other, and also um, playing at their their AAA. I believe it's a AAA park. Is a AAA park in Buffalo? Yeah, it's their AAA park. Yeah, and they you know they were talking about that and, and whether or not their major league players would actually want to play at a, a AAA park and instead of you know, these other options at, at major league stadiums. So. That's an interesting, interesting uh, thing in all of this is is to look at that. And I mean, that, that's something I wouldn't even thought about. Right. They've also even talked about using
0: their uh, spring training facility in Florida, uh, but they're also
1: concerned because Florida is a hot spot. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to do anything down in Florida right now. It's it's just really getting it raging out of control, and so <laughs> I, you know, I bet they end up playing at Pittsburgh. If I was a betting man playing. At the where the pirates play, but uh, man, I, I do I just have one question.
0: Hit me. If they play in Pittsburgh, are we going to be calling them the Toronto Blue Jays of Pittsburgh?
1: <laughs> kind of like the, you know the Los Angeles the Angels of Anaheim, Ana, Anaheim, San Francisco, wherever they are, whenever. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think so. And What would be interesting is to see if they actually change anything in the stadium? I would, I would think some signage would be changed, but maybe not. Uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know that they could. Probably you know, very little yeah with a compressed 60 game season i would imagine they wouldn't have time to do a whole lot and it wouldn't make sense but uh and they're visitors in in that park so i would imagine yeah mostly mostly pirate stuff but maybe some blue jay stuff gets put up there
0: right i mean i'm I'm not familiar with pnc park uh i'm sure they'll probably change their led boards, you know where it'll flash blue jay stuff and this that and other but as far as like changing the colors of you know, in between games, it's you're probably going to still be seeing that yellow and black of the Pittsburgh
1: Pirates. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else <laughs> you'd change. Of course, uh, Pittsburgh's you know far enough over there anyway. Uh, they're they're not too far, but I'd like to see that happen. That'd be inter- that'd be interesting to watch. And like when I'm playing the show, and I just you know I don't want to play at the same park all the time, so I pick different parks. So I'm the home team at uh, wherever I want to be, Jamie. <laughs> That's fun for me, you know we did have a little bit more uh, information on some uh, PlayStation five things this week in the last week. We, um, we had some information leaked out. I'd mentioned a guy, Iron Man PS five on Twitter, who's leaked out some things before. And uh, a lot of times these guys are really accurate on what they do. He, he leaked out the release date and things like that. And and kind of some of the, some of the specs I think, but uh, uh, they'd actually uh, leaked out that we were going to have, I think in the last Oh, last week, end of last week, we were supposed to have information on the PS5 pre-orders. We we're supposed to be able to do that. And that that day came and passed and nothing happened, which made he and another uh, another leaker out there look, look kind of bad. But uh, um, there is information that uh, one of the people from Sony said, hey, there's no, no sense in, in lining up for things or to be constantly on the lookout. We're going to make it, you know, when, when we decide you're going to be able to pre-order, you can do it. And we're going to let you know in in so many ways. And so uh, it didn't sound like it was going to be a secret at all, but but still with the anticipation of, uh, you know, this PlayStation five and Xbox coming out that, you know, rumors are running rampant and people are checking things. And, and one of the things that that finally came out is uh, as these websites uh, get ready, uh, to, to put in these orders for, for PlayStations is that uh, some of the code in in these websites has has led people to see that uh, you're going to be limited to one PlayStation 5 uh, per household. So, Jamie, you weren't buying one anyway, but I am. But I don't think I was going to buy two, so I'm not sure how many people this would actually affect unless you're trying to, I guess, resell. You know, I, I, I don't know who this would... Would really impact. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's going to impact mainly your your people who go out and snatch up everything before anybody else has a chance to snatch it up and take it and sell it on eBay,
1: stuff like that, for an enormous spike in the price. Yeah, and well, heck, I I wouldn't mind doing that. You know, if somebody wants to pay for that, but I can't. I can't imagine they're going to be. And they've done this before for uh, console releases. This is not oh, anything yeah. new, um, but I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to sell out that much that that people will pay that much more. You know, I mean, if we think they are, hey, I'm I'm going to get some friends to order some. What do you say? Oh, I mean,
0: it's same with like the uh, when the NES Mini came out a few years back. I mean, people were snatching those up. And, I mean, they were like sixty, seventy dollars, and then turn around selling them for two, three hundred dollars on secondary market. Right.
1: You know because Everybody wanted one for you know the nostalgia factor. But uh If you can turn it, you know, I don't know. Um I I guess the question is, you know, who who's left out in this deal. again, I guess. I mean, are they uh I think they I think the news was that they'd really ramped up the orders of them uh, that they were gonna have, I don't know, like ten million to begin with or something like that, something ridiculous. But uh, you know, I don't know if people actually be left off, or or if they you know anticipate when they do put out a pre order that they'll all be gone. I don't know. I mean, that's the only reason I'm watching is because I I plan to, as as we've you know talked about several times on this podcast, is that this year, unlike any other year, I think I'm going to jump into the hype and just you know go ahead and get a system when it first comes out and just ride that roller coaster, so to speak, just to you know just to experience it because I never have. Uh, I've never been there on day one with these things and they have enough, uh, coming out with it. that I'm, you know, I'm like Madden, you know, that's, that's sports games are home for me. That's, that's what I want, but, uh, Madden and, and a couple other games that I want, then I'm going to ride this roller coaster. So, you know, I, I'll jump on it and I'll pay attention to the, the news, but I don't know. Do you, do you think they're going to sell out like that?
0: I don't know. Cause I, I actually pre-ordered a PlayStation four when it came out. Just for the simple fact, my PlayStation 3 got struck by lightning, so I'm like, if I'm going to have to buy a new console, I'm going to go ahead and upgrade while I'm at it absolutely i I don't remember the p s four just selling out and staying out of stock uh I remember getting some limited stock in, but I don't remember it gone in one day and then out for three months
1: right yeah it's it's coming back quickly if it you know if it does sell out yeah that that's my thought here I don't know. I guess I could be wrong on that and it, and it sell out and stay out. But I just doubt it. I, I think they're I think they're amped up for that. And, and if, play, you know, because PlayStation and Xbox both release their new systems at the same time, but usually within the same week or certainly within the same month. Um, I mean, it would it would kill them to to be out and not have any, I would think, as far as the sales. And because right. if, if, I mean if PlayStation five's not there and well here's there's an Xbox and everybody, you know, I've heard some good things about this. Maybe I'll get an Xbox.
0: Well you also have your
1: diehards that are not gonna buy that other console just because it's the other console. Yeah, I, I don't even understand that. <laughs> you know, like like I've said, if if I want one or the other, I'll buy one or the other, you know, for the exclusives or whatever. Um I, I don't I don't mind that at all. I, I am a I guess a PS. Uh, a PlayStation person, I guess mainly now, but, but that changes over the years, depending on what they come out with so I mean, used to it was an xbox and you know, right you know, I, I i also
0: prefer the PlayStation just for the the exclusives it has, and I like the uh
1: the functionality and the design of the like the controllers and stuff, yeah, over the xbox, sure, yeah, same here, but uh, you know, I'm not so die hard that you know if Xbox overtakes it and you know i uh, I think I have an ability to see, okay, well, I'd rather play those games or whatever. I'll jump to Xbox. I don't care. <laughs> no, it's not a, you know, it's not, it's not a test of um, loyalty or anything. I don't care. You know, it's, um, this is a thing for entertainment and, uh, I just can't, uh, I can't imagine people limiting themselves to, well, I can only do this cause I've, uh, I'm just always a PlayStation person, but I guess, you know, especially, I don't know if it's. I'm sure it's it's big and for some people, but you know, when when I was growing up, we had to have Chevrolet vehicles. We had to have Chevys. You know, we didn't have anything else. We certainly didn't didn't have anything foreign. You know, anything like those were hard to work on or whatever. You know, whatever the you know know, thing was that we we said to to not have the other thing, and and so maybe it's like that for people. It's like, well, I've always had Chevys. I'm going to keep Chevys and. And and stuff like that. And then of course, me as an adult, I've had uh, you name it, I've I've had it. So maybe it's like that. I don't know. It, have you ever just stuck to one system like this? I know you said you you're kind of on PlayStation four right now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean I've had the PlayStation, I've been with PlayStation since PlayStation two. Of course, before that I was I was Nintendo, you know, had the uh regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo sixty four, and then the GameCube. And then after the GameCube, I went,
1: you know, to PlayStation Two. Yeah, I, I never had the GameCube. Uh, I had sixty-four, and then I had uh, what did I have after that? Uh, was it the ooh, what did Nintendo the Dreamcast? Dreamcast. That's what it was. Sega Dreamcast. That was yeah, a
0: Sega Dreamcast. I also had a Dreamcast as well.
1: Yeah, that was a that was an interesting console. There were some games that I really liked on that console. But yeah, that's that was my yeah. Jump up from from sixty four, I guess. Now,
0: if you go back and the GameCube controllers are probably some of the best design controllers that has ever been, in my opinion. The feel of them, the functionality, they're are some pretty good controllers. That's why they still make them for use on like the Switch. I mean, like every console since the GameCube, Nintendo has made the
1: GameCube controller functional for each system after. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a heck of a design. Unlike the Nintendo 64, which had the weird <laughs> middle thing that eh, this just didn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> had to have spider-like fingers to operate it very well. Uh, yeah, it's that's cool that they stuck with yeah, that, you know, and, and kept kept making it, you know, work for other systems.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a neat controller. Uh, if you ever get a chance to look at it, I mean, it's they're small, so you know, people like you know, if you got huge hands, I mean, you can touch any button with you know the thumb on your left finger yeah you
1: know? <laughs> yeah well I, I just that's one thing i haven't I haven't really had lately is our nintendo things like i said i've I've had a or I do have the old Wii right now, but that's you know that's uh that's that's not saying much that thing's old
0: I also do have an old wii uh I keep it around just for the uh have mario all stars so I can go back and play all the old Mario games <laughs>
1: There you go, you know. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to pick up and play bowling uh when I bought that for my son, and I, you know what? It was sold out like everywhere. I, I couldn't find it, and and I'd uh, go to somewhere like uh Game Exchange or somewhere like that. They'd say, "Well, they, they rarely come in, and when they do, they're immediately gone." My goodness, as old as this system is, you know, when people pick it up, that's what they want. The Wii like, Sports, uh huh. The Wii Sports, yeah. But yeah, I wasn't even able to pick yeah, up it, pick it, up that. Yeah, it's copy. pretty fun. I got it with the console. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wish I wish mine did. I had to get some other thing, <laughs> other games for it because Wii Sports was not available. Couldn't find it anywhere. Um, but other uh, other PlayStation Five news. uh just came out that that new Spider Man game that that they kind of pitched at the at the hype uh, during the hype video. Spider Man Miles Morales. That's going to play a four K at 60 frames per second, that is going to be a smooth game. And they've already talked about how, uh, just with, with all of the, um, advancements in technology, you're going to be, able to be able to swing around that city with no loading. It's going to be smooth. This thing is going to be, it's going to be looking good. And, and I, uh, like I've, I've said, I'm a big sports fan and I usually don't dive into these games like this, like, you know, but when they get this big and, I've, you know, I've got buddies who have the, the one for PlayStation 4, man, I'll, I'll probably end up with this game because it, it looks like it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, you know, beautiful for one thing. Uh, is this the kind of game that you would play? Oh, yeah. It, it's made by the same studio that made
0: Spider-Man for PlayStation 4. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking for, you know, very similar gameplay, very similar style, which I mean. The PlayStation 4, 4 version, I mean, you're talking about loading, swinging through the streets of New York. I mean, it was seamless. It was it was nice and smooth, even on the PlayStation
1: 4. So, I mean, all these upgrades are just going to make it that much better. Right. Yeah, and I've, I've seen, I, I think I might have mentioned it last week, but uh, that they'd put that game on the PlayStation 5 and played it and, and just was talking about how just fantastic it was uh, to, you know, to put that... Uh, playstation 4 game on the playstation 5 but yeah this ps5 game is going to be oh it's going to be pretty uh and they've already released the cover art which looks amazing Uh, i'll probably end up with spider-man miles morales on on ps5 just to uh, just to experience it with everybody else because i think it's going to be be a huge hit like the other one was i can't see it not being um so i'll probably have that but uh, we we've talked plenty about PlayStation five uh, mentioned Xbox some, but Xbox again, uh, we mentioned it last week, but they have that hype event this week, July 23rd. That's 11 a.m. Central. And uh, I didn't put down where it was. I know it's on YouTube, uh, but it's some kind of gaming or something like that. So look up Xbox, Xbox event, and they're going to show a bunch of games that they have some that they've already shown, but little updates and stuff like that. And, and some new releases as well. so, I'm going to try and see that. I don't know if it'll work into the schedule. I, I would like to because I saw the PlayStation 5. And like I said, I'm trying to just kind of experience those things this year because, it, you know, it seems like console releases coming, you know, fewer, you know, few, well, longer iterations of, of the console. So I want to kind of experience it this time and, and just see what it's like. But is that something you would watch that Xbox event? It's going to be hard for me to squeeze that event in between
0: National Hot Dog Day and opening day of baseball.
1: Yeah, man, that, that will be tough. You know, when you're dipping your, your hot dog in that ice cream and you're trying to watch your fanless teams, (laughs) what a year 2020, right? Folks, I I don't know what to do with this stuff. My
0: goodness. (laughs) Who who knows? Uh, Ice cream on your hot dog
1: may be the greatest thing ever. And we just don't know (laughs) about it. Is it? We might as well try it, right? I mean, if somebody accidentally switched, you know, the wrong switch on 2020, could you, could you re-switch that thing? It is. Such a weird year. I, I, I've been telling people, Jamie, I, I hope that we look back in ten years and and we're talking about this is the only time this has been a you know such a weird time. I really hope so. I hope nothing you know persists on past you know twenty twenty one or whatever. But uh, man, I I can't wait for some normalcy. Uh, I I, have, I think I've already learned all my lessons I can learn from this, and I'm probably wrong about that. But uh, uh, I'm just ready for the for the actual normal uh, to get back here, but. Do, do we take the cartridge out and blow in it? Hey, if 2020 was a year, is, right? I mean, it was a game, right? If, right. This is this, this is the point where you take the cartridge out and blow in it. That's right. Just and keep blow, keep mashing that reset button and, and spit into a, an electronic <laughs> item. Yeah, but it works somehow. I don't know. I don't know how it It did, but it did work. Yeah, and it
0: still works to this day.
1: Yeah, It still does. That, that's what's crazy. Is yeah, not not, have... not
0: on the new consoles.
1: Yeah, don't do that on your new console don't don't blow in there on uh on the optic uh that's reading the the disc or anything so uh but on your old systems yeah i, I still have my systems at my mom's house, and I need to go get them but uh, I have the original Nintendo still works same way like you said, it's just crazy, I don't understand it, but you know keep the dust off of it, folks. did they ever make anything that would like keep the dust off the bottom of the game so it would continue to work? Seems oh, like yeah. there should be like a plastic thing that goes over that. I don't know. What well, they did, and we lost them. Oh really? See, it's been that long. Yeah, you right? don't
0: remember the the black plastic fleas that went over your Nintendo? <laughs> oh cartridges no, yeah yeah, the... yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I was thinking of like <laughs> some kind of hard hard thing that you you put it in. But yeah, I, I do remember those uh, those sleeves. Well, they 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 had the hard cases
0: like you get at the movie place when you rented a video game. Snapped yeah. in. Right. Yeah.
1: And you would know about good luck that finding too. those. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah! If you don't if, didn't know Jamie, Jamie, Jamie's family used to own a uh, own a gas station that that rented movies and all this stuff. And you talking about fun was was going to Jamie's house because we were going to go by the store and, and get some stuff and take it to the house. But yeah, yeah. that's a, I, I've forgotten about that. putting those <laughs> in those plastic was, sleeves, you're right. I've lost them
0: right. It was it was a movie, usually a bag of Funyuns and a twelve pack of Sprite.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Uh, well, also, I know you've got a, a full slate of things this week as, as you, you find your ice cream, your hot dogs, your, your baseball, your Xbox hype event, but also Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con would have been this week. And of course, it's canceled because of COVID-19, but uh, if this is something that interests you at all, Comic-Con is a, is a place where, you know, people I don't know how many people every year would go to San Diego. Dress, a lot of people dress up and in cosplay to look like their favorite uh, uh comic book character or, or someone they resembled at least so they could pull off uh and and they would have panels that would talk about uh what was going on in the comic book world talk talk to people who were were writing comic books uh, at all kind i mean even even uh, TV shows things like that uh, I know people from uh, listen to a, a podcast where people from the big Bang theory got to go and you know th- that kind of thing is all a part of Comic Con, and with it being canceled this year, they're actually hosting it online, and you can watch it online with the things they have planned. They have a schedule. You go to ComicCon.org. That is this week as well, July 22nd through the 26th. Uh, if that's interesting to you, or maybe you just want to see what it what it looks like without having to go, and uh, you know the what they talked about is you know popular things would would make people camp out, uh stand in line uh and, and just just be miserable to be able to experience some of these panels and things like that and so you don't have to do that this year. You can you can go to comiccon.org and uh, they like I said they have the schedules up there for each day and you can you can actually watch and see whatever panel they have a big description of what they you know what they're going to be talking about and you might catch something that that interests you and uh, and you can tune in there for free this year. So that's a, that's a good thing. No waiting outside, no camping, no long lines, just you in your pajamas. Or, but uh, you can check that out this, this week, July 22nd through 26th. Uh, Jamie, you know, we talked about going to some of these small Comic Cons. Man, I, I, would, I would really like to go to San Diego sometime, I think. Have you ever thought about doing that?
0: I've thought about it, but I mean, that's, uh, that's a lot of money. Those tickets are expensive. Are they really? I, see, I, did, I don't even know. Well, I believe they are. I could be totally wrong. I mean, I, I just could be telling myself that so I don't, you know, try to get my hopes up and maybe one day going. Right. But I mean, I know go, going to the one in Little Rock, which also announced this week that they are canceling due to COVID. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of people there crammed into that convention center. This year, they were actually going to rent the floor above it as well so they could had a place to do all their panels and stuff so they could have more room because it's it's expanding too but wow that one in san diego is just huge i like the idea of going to the san diego comic-con i don't know if i would actually like being at the san diego comic-con just because of like you said the long lines and having to wait and it's
1: like oh hurry up and get over to this guy and wait for an hour exactly well and that's what i think about with uh with sporting events and things like that, it's one of those things where I want to be there, but when I get there and I spend all of the money to, to be a part of it and, and to do all this stuff, it's like, well, how, how much, how much more comfortable would I have been, you know, b- back home observing this thing? Because, well, for some of us, we're, we're not exactly uh standard size. <laughs> so, you know, sitting in, sitting in small areas, you know, small chairs or small bleach, you know, A lot of areas of bleachers or whatever, not really that fun anyway. So you know, my thought is, hey, I can sit at home. I can pause. I can go to the bathroom. I can have you know my own personalized snacks, whatever I want to eat without paying an exorbitant amount. You know, for you know that that Coke that I get out of my refrigerator doesn't cost me five dollars each time. You know, I go get one. So I'm kind of, I think I'm the same as you. I I would like to go, and I, you know, I may try to go one year just just to see. But I wouldn't be surprised if I do exactly what you said. I go out there and instantly think, yeah, okay, not worth it for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, back to those small seats. Did I
1: read correctly that the Rangers have uh, placed bigger seats in their stadium, their new stadium? <laughs> they have. They, they sure have. And nobody has experienced them, nor will they this year, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they extended. You know what? Pretty- I, have never, I have never understood. And of course, uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not standard size anyway, but you know, they, they always measure the seat, you know, whether it's 18 or 21 inches or whatever it is, but like that has, is that anybody's widest point is their seat? Uh, I I guess for some people they are, but it has always been my shoulders, man. I can't, I can't sit anywhere. I gotta, I can't, I need to take out my collarbone bone so I can, you know, touch my shoulders together and and then i will be okay. Uh, it's never been, you know, the actual caboose. But you know, I'm I'm speaking for myself here. Not everybody's shaped the same, but hopefully, I can enjoy those seats at some point. I think last year we should have bought three seats so we had had room for our upper bodies. Exactly. We just uh, we could sit on either the end seats and both lean into the middle. Uh, you know, look weird, but we'd have been comfortable. Oh, I'd have put my I'd have put my arm around you. It'd been fine. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you have to do that. We, Jamie and I got to go on opening day weekend. What, what did we go, the Sunday game?
0: Yeah, it was the Sunday game.
1: Yeah, Sunday game, Rangers and Cubs, a lot of fun, high scoring. My Rangers pulled it out, uh, but there was a lot of, uh, uh, just a lot of things, a lot of fireworks going on because, you know, you had it, it was a close game all through. You had Cubs players hitting, hitting it into uh, the upper deck. Saw a grand slam from the Rangers, uh, all kinds of things. But that that was a home run hit the foul pole. Home run hit the foul pole close to us, and man, that was yeah, that was a that was a game to watch. Even if you didn't, even if you weren't rooting for either team, you just there to enjoy baseball. That was a lot of fun, except for the ending. Uh, I don't don't understand what you mean. I thought that was fantastic.
0: (laughs) Well, if it ended on anything other than what was it, a wild pitch or a
1: walk? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember the Rangers won. What was it ten yeah. nine or eleven ten or something like that? I mean, it was, yeah,
0: it was close. But I mean, if it had been like a a single into left field or right field or something like that, I could have I could have took that. But that you know, not even a play.
1: Well, you ha- you yeah. had to take it either way. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you're oh, still yeah. not over it, but it's over. They they won. When I say they, it's the Rangers and not the Cubs. But it was it was a lot of fun because that's the first time I'd ever been on opening uh, opening day weekend. I mean, it wasn't the opening day, but uh, heck they had, you know, had all the, uh, the grass painted opening day and all that good stuff. And man, that was, it was, uh, it was a good atmosphere. It ran into a lot of people we knew, which is crazy for us because we don't live anywhere near, uh, the Arlington area. <laughs> but so to run into people from home, that's, uh, that's kind of crazy. Who were sitting like two rows up from us. <laughs> yeah. Sitting two rows up from us. I have done that before. I have, going to a Rangers game, set out in center field. I love sitting, I love sitting in the outfield because I want a, I want a chance to uh, catch a ball. And I did one time. But I went, went all the way uh, from southwest Arkansas over to watch the Rangers in Arlington. I sit in my seat, and right beside me is a guy who I work with, you know, at a, at a, over in De Queen. you know, just a town over. And, uh, and we just looked at each other like, how in the world did this happen? I mean, sitting side by side. And so it's crazy how things can work like that. But yeah, that was something we got to enjoy. And that was a lot of fun because uh, Jamie and I used to go with my mom to, to Arlington a lot. And had a lot, of, uh, a lot of excitement over the years. A lot of good games watched most of the time because the Rangers were terrible in the 90s. We, we would go to watch the other team. For me, a lot of times it was uh, the Seattle Mariners because we had King Griffey Jr. I got to watch him uh, hit his 29th home run uh one one evening didn't we jamie you, rem- you remember that
0: oh i remember that
1: <laughs> it was uh it was a lot of fun i believe that I- was
0: our that was our first game to ever go to wasn't it uh
1: i don't think so i don't think it was um uh, i could be misremembering but i don't think it was but it was i don't know it was a lot of fun we were that was one of the ones a lot of times we'd go and sit the nosebleeds and uh <laughs> right back behind home plate, the cheapest ones you could see everything but. uh kind of needed binoculars as well just to just to see what was going on Uh, that's why i love uh, sitting out in the outfield i guess it's not terribly expensive and have a chance at a home run and actually had josh hamilton catch a uh, run down a fly ball and throw it and uh, i caught it and so that was pretty cool the only only thing that was wrong with that is katie had just gone to get us drinks and so she comes back with these you know two humongous cokes or waters whatever we got and and I've got a ball and I'm I'm explaining, you know, how she missed this awesome thing, which was her first game too. So what a, what a thing to miss, but she was, she was a sweetheart and went and got did, did the hard work and got our, our drinks for us. Uh, we want, we wanted to, uh, do another top five this week as we, uh, I don't know. I had a lot of fun last week, just kind of putting, putting those cereals together. I don't know what's wrong with those of you who didn't have lucky charms in the top three, but, uh, Uh, Just post on Facebook and let me know why it's not. Love to love to hear from you. This week, we want to talk about our top five comic book characters. And that can be uh, the way we kind of uh, put it between each other is that could be inspired by movies or uh, comic books or whatever. Any way you were exposed to these comic book characters, what would your top five be? And Jamie, I'm going to let you lead off again. Uh, if you will just go from 5 to 1 you can explain whatever you want to explain through there. And uh and let's hear from you what are your top 5 comic book characters. Well, my my number 5 uh going to be cheating a little bit because I I have a
0: tie. I could not I could not make a decision between these two, well, two plus characters if you will. Two plus. That is cheating, man. Well, just just hear me out. Just hear me out before you <laughs> pass judge. Number 5 Three people. Number five. <laughs> I have well, kind of more than three. If you want to oh, get goodness. that Okay.
1: The Flash and the X-Men. You're including all of the X-Men in number five? <laughs>
0: well, like I'm, I'm including like the X-Men movies, the X-Men like comic books, you know, that line, just kind of that core group of four to five characters usually will like with comic books. So, I mean, I'm looking at them more as an ensemble, like you would the Avengers or. Fantastic Four, you know, mm-hmm,
1: which would also be cheating. Go uh, ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I'm sure you you probably do, too, anyway. But anyway, that's my number five. I love the characters. Uh, Flash, especially, you know, he's considered by most as the second best detective in the DC universe behind uh, another person on my list. And we will get to that person later. All right. Uh, number four, I have Spider-Man. spider Man's just kind of been one of those characters that's like always been popular, never really. Seemed to wane too much. He had a had cartoons in the nineties. The toby Maguire Spider Man movies really kind of what launched the superhero genre back into popularity. Even though like the X Men movie predated it, but it kind of it kind of led the way to what we have now with like the MCU and the DC universe.
1: Right. Yeah, you're right. It sure did. I,
0: I remember that movie number three. I have Captain America, comic book version, movie version. I like Captain America. He's always been one of my favorites. Usually when you got Captain America, you've got a good story, good artwork. What more can I say, really? Number two would probably be a little bit of a surprise for some people, maybe not. But I have Green Lantern. I don't know what it (laughs) is, but I've always, I I like the Green Lantern. I know the movie with Ryan Reynolds bombed horribly, (laughs) but you know, take that, take that out of consideration, especially the Green Lantern, Blackest Night comic book series if you hadn't read it it's actually a really good read uh by jeff johns who's actually head of all the creative at dc now really good story green lantern usually has some pretty good stories go with it and that leads me up to my number one and if there's any doubt about it it is
1: batman nice
0: batman i mean he my childhood pretty much revolved around batman i mean you had Talked about in a previous episode of the 89 Batman with Michael Keaton. Then you had Batman Returns. Then you had uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which Batman Forever was was OK. Batman and Robin wasn't was not so OK. But I mean, you had that compared paired off with the uh, Batman animated series, which was really good. Even today, if you go back and watch some of it, I mean, it's, it, it holds up. Not to mention all the uh, the spinoffs like Batman Beyond and some of the other things, but Batman's my number
1: one. There you go. That's a good list, and it is so different from mine. Uh, <laughs> it's so interesting that you know it's so different from mine. Since since you cheated, I'm just going to put the entire MCU as number five. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's going to sound like it because uh, I have been so influenced by uh, the Marvel. Uh, just the Marvel movies that have come out. I've really been a big fan. And uh, I guess the only way I, I I might have uh, cheated a little bit is because I have a couple of uh, my five and four. uh, I have allowed to overtake uh, someone like Captain America who I do love, but I'm just, as I've, they've been limited exposure to them, but I, I see them, you know, kind of, uh, going up and you know in, in trajectory so my number five is someone i have mentioned from comic books that i think uh, is a name you need to know and that is the only dc character i have on the list and that is naomi uh, naomi came out last year if you want to be ahead of a lot of people in what's may maybe coming down the coming down the pike you need to know the the name naomi going to be a superhero she's an african-american uh, girl and and i think and a lot of people do that, that they are going to take this character and do a whole lot with her and i i really enjoyed the series reading it it's only six uh, uh six episodes so far so uh, i have all six books have multiple copies of, of some of them because of uh, the speculation and what i what a lot of people think is just going to be them taking this character and, and moving her to a, a next level. And uh, because, you know, I think the studios are doing a really good job of, of being more inclusive with, with women and minorities. And here you have a woman minority and she's, she's finding out that, that, that her origin is not, uh, not necessarily human. And so I believe that, that a name you need to know going forward is going to be Naomi. And that's why I have her at my number five. My number four, who is also kind of a limited exposure pick for me, is actually Captain Marvel. I uh, I really also enjoyed this character within the movies. I have uh, a few comic books. I, I didn't actually like the the comic book series as much as uh, as much as some others, but uh, Captain Marvel. You know she's she's gotten this power from one of the uh, what was the Tesseract, I believe. But she is, uh, you know, the way she can fly and is powerful and she can fly in space with no helmet, Jamie. I'm not even I'm not even sure how that's working. (laughs) But Captain Marvel is my number four because uh, of all the all the awesome things she can do. I'm I'm not sure Thanos, you know, he kind of cheated in 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 game He kind of cheated to actually get the upper hand on her. Otherwise, I think she was going to whoop him herself. But uh, Captain Marvel is my number four. Number three, and absolutely completely just brought on by the movies, is Peter Quill Star-Lord. I really love Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, both movies. I-, I love the the tone of it, the music, the just the whole vibe of all the movies. And so Star-Lord is absolutely number three for me. And... uh the the top two just were solid, so there was no way he was moving up. But I, I just thought this character was just portrayed so well. Uh, I mean, you know, when you watch a good show and you just think, I don't know if anybody else could have played that role. <laughs> That's the kind of kind of thing I was with, uh, you know, kind of thinking with with Peter Quill and Star Lord and uh, with the Guardians movies, and when it uh, jumps over into uh, Infinity War and Endgame, I just and number three, Peter Quill for me. Number two was number one for me for the longest time. And that is iron man. The, the movie that started it all with the MCU with uh, the actual line of movies. And, uh, I really liked, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Playing iron man, Loved the kind of witty humor. He just, I don't know. He just pulled that off perfectly. Won't, won't do any spoilers again, but, uh, Uh, I thought in game he played so well and who wouldn't want to fly around in a, in an awesome suit like that. I mean, that's, we talk about having superpowers. Why don't you just build your own suit and fly around the city? If we can work that out, Jamie, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Put a little uh, fanatic life, you know, advertisement on the suit. Uh, But number two, (laughs) Iron Man for me. And number one is Thor. And I'll tell you the point in which uh, these number one and number two flipped for me. And that was Thor Ragnarok, that movie, because I I loved the humor in that movie. It was so. I don't know, just goofy. And I guess I'm so goofy that I I just enjoyed it. But it was it was joke after joke. I mean, first scene, uh, you know, Thor's cracking jokes in in, you know, in front of this huge monster, you know, hold on just a second. Let me let me spin back around here. But that continued through the whole movie and, and just the way they allowed allowed him to have that humor in, in starting really starting in that movie and moving forward uh, into, um, you know, Infinity War and Endgame and, and and what I think you'll see as as Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, you saw at the end of Endgame that, that Thor gets in with uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy crew if you're a comic book fan, there is an Asgardians of the Galaxy comic. And so I think that's what you're going to see now As Asgardians of the Galaxy. I think it will be fantastic. And that combines my number one and number two. And so can I buy the ticket today? I will watch it. You know, I'll be there. So that is my list. Number five, Naomi. Number four, Captain Marvel. Number three, Peter Quill, Star-Lord. Number two, Iron Man. And number one, Thor. Jamie, any of those you want to take shots at me for? No, no, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let the list, uh, I'll let the list stand. Yeah. That's, uh, it's interesting how we can come up with so, uh, you know list so different. And, and of course, you know, you you put Batman at the top. He didn't even make my list and that's, you know, Batman's huge and always has been. And, uh, for me, it was just about, uh, you know, kind of the movies that, that hit closer to home for me. And that's Marvel's done such a wonderful job in the last, what, 20 years now, 19, 20 years. Uh, since, uh, Iron Man one came out, but man, was it, was it old one or is it 2011? I can't remember.
0: It was, two, it's 2011. 2011 uh,
1: okay. Uh, okay. Nine years. In. Yeah, okay. Like,
0: no, no, no. It's, it's been over 10 years.
1: I'd have to, I'd have right, to it, it,
0: it hasn't been 20. It hasn't been 20.
1: Okay. Let me see.
0: It's probably been 11, 11, to 12 years.
1: Okay. Yeah. It came out May 2nd, 2008. So you're talking about, talking about 12 years now. And so that that really impacted my list, but yeah, you know, Batman, a Spider Man, absolutely. Heck, neither one of us said Superman, and and that's uh, that's fantastic. You know, Superman's fantastic, but I DC to me for, for my taste hasn't done as good a job with well, with their movies lately for me to be hooked into the character. I guess like even Batman versus Superman right. was was so dark for me that I didn't you know it just just kind of stayed there the whole movie. That I just it's not something I want to go watch again. And so you know, you know that's right. just that, that's just a taste thing.
0: Yeah, and I mean the DC live action movies to me other than like Aquaman and Shazam kind of fell short of expectations. I mean, I, I I enjoy watching them still though just because I know the story behind them. But if right. you actually uh DC does a really good job with their animated movies if you catch any of those um I know I've talked about a flashpoint paradox is a, it's a good one to watch Uh, Batman under the red hood, which kind of explains, you know, Jason Todd, uh, former Robin, his, his resurrection from the dead, how he becomes the the vigilante red hood. Mm -hmm. There's several, several DC movies. Uh, One that I just watched recently, based on one of my, one of the graphic novels I, I really enjoyed was a, uh, and it's a Superman movie. It's uh, called Superman red sun. And it's kind of a, what if story? And it's basically what if Superman's rocket ship had crashed in communist Russia instead of Smallville, Kansas. Mm-hmm. So it's a, That's interesting. It, it's, yeah. it's a, it is a neat, what if story you've got the DC universe it's on there. Uh, I know at one point red box has them has them in and out frequently. So I mean, check out the DC animated movies. I think you'll, you'll enjoy those.
1: Well, I'll tell you the, uh, and of course I, I included Naomi who is DC. Uh, but the, if I was going to allow, if I was going to put, you know, extend my list, probably the closest, uh, the closest DC characters after that would be, uh, because of, of TV shows, it'd be the flash. Like you mentioned, you're number five and uh, and also because of the the show arrow I, I would i would go green arrow and that's simply because of those tv shows that i watched for watch for a good while but we kind of dropped off at some point on both of them and uh, but still have friends right. who are, are, are keeping up with uh with flash and everything so
0: dc does good with their with their shows their tv shows too another one that i've i've picked up watching uh, star girl uh pretty interesting story uh that they've come out It's all you know same same network as the uh, Flash and Arrow. So is that is that the comic? The,
1: is that the comic book star? No, no it's not.
0: There's, okay, there's okay. A, there's a, a Star Girl based off a uh, basically the predecessor for the Justice League, the Justice Society of America. Basically, the story is she's her father was a member of that, and he was he was Starman, and ends up getting killed, and she takes over the mantle and all this and that.
1: Mm. Well, you know, those are just the ones I've been exposed to. But they they keep coming out with things and. And part of the fun of uh, like I mentioned, you know, the last last couple episodes, probably some of the fun of, with comic book collecting is just following those comics that have news come out about being picked up by a TV show and things like that. And that'll make uh, that'll make that comic book go up and uh, and things like that. But that, that's that's going to be fun for me. And that's that's why Naomi had to make the list for me is that I think that I have gotten in on the ground floor and you can, too, because there's only been six. uh six comics come out so far in, in, in this series uh, for her. But a lot of people think that this is going to be pushed much further. And and you're going to see Naomi show up in a, uh, a TV show or a movie or something like that. And, and then it'll really take off. And And you can say you heard it here on the Fanatic Life podcast, right, Jamie? We're, we're breaking news here.
0: All right. Breaking news and breaking other things, but <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, I know you've said in previous episodes, hey, go out and grab that number one if you can. Uh, I kind of want to elaborate a little bit on that. If you can't find that number one, don't be afraid to jump off into the middle of a series if it's your favorite character. Like, I know it's hard to find some of these uh, comic books that have been produced for years. Don't be afraid to jump off into a Batman that's, you know, number
1: 55 or something like that. Sure and what i was saying for that was if you're going to start off new if you're just going to go pick a comic book up that's uh, on the shelf today yeah you jump in if you you got a favorite character jump off into into that one absolutely but if it, you're just taking a chance hey start with the first you know start with the beginning of the book start with number 1 you don't you don't have to get on eBay and go buy the number 1 from you know 1965 or whatever but uh yeah those new ones (laughs) is what i was kind of kind of talking about there is is you know that that's going to help you because they they're in sequential order and so start off with that number one if you can get it but yeah if you love batman and some of these runs are huge we talked about spawn having 300 you know you don't need to go buy 300 books right now you know just just go jump into it and see what's going on and uh, you're absolutely right there yeah i mean
0: what was it that i Oh, I can't remember what number Detective Comics I bought that that day. We went to the comic book store and you got hooked. But uh, yeah, it was the I think it was Detective Comics one thousand.
1: Yeah, it was right around there. Mm. It wasn't one thousand. It was close because that was about the time it came out. That and that book spiked as well because everybody wanted that one thousand. All right, so we we try to as we can it might not happen every week, but uh, as we can, we want to recommend something to you. Or recommend that you not participate in something uh, in, in what we call fan or flop. I, I promise to get some music, you know, like a little radio, you know, thing saying fan or flop. Maybe we'll do that one day. But right now, all you have is my voice saying we're going to talk about our fan or flop of the week. Something we have tried, something we have watched, something we have experienced that we want to tell you whether we liked it or we didn't. And uh, Jamie, since you led off on the, on the comic book characters, I'll lead off on this. My fan or flop for the week was I went to Sonic and, uh, I saw this Sonic Lemonberry slush float. Yeah, that's, that's a mouthful. And it has, if you're noticing lemonberry slush float, it has three out of the four states of matter. It has solid liquid and ice cream, I think is the, the third one there. But it is such an interesting... Did you provide the gas? <laughs> of course I did, yeah. You, you, provide, you bring your own gas, we'll, we'll take the other. Uh, but this Sonic Lemonberry Slush Float is such an interesting thing. I think my brother actually uh, posted that that he really liked it. But it has... The, the very top of it is this strawberry, and then you get down into the bottom, and you have this, this lemon slush mixed with this. And I don't think I've ever had a slush float. Have you ever had a slush float before? Not to my knowledge. That was me too. It was kind of weird. I'll tell you my, my mind changed throughout this, enjoying this. My first thought was, Oh, I don't think I'm going to like this. And by the end of it, I thought I need another one. Maybe, maybe I should go back and get another one. I haven't yet, but it's on, it's on the list, Jamie, because you have that strong. Can you make that a route 44? Yeah, right. And, and you have that strawberry, you have that lemon together and it just works. I I don't know how to describe it. Other than that, it's, it's not so lemons, not so tart that it makes you, you know, make that face that we all make. Um, and, and it just goes well with that ice cream. So you've got strawberry, you've got ice cream, and then you have slush, which is lemon, such an interesting drink. And I would absolutely say I am a fan of it. So. And my fan or flop this week? I am a fan of the Sonic Lemon Berry Slush Float. Go try you one; uh, it'll it'll be good. And, and and Jamie, what what is your fan or flop for the week?
0: Well, I actually have two for this week.
1: Good grief, man! Both Cheating of, all over.
0: You'll 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 allow it. Trust me. trust me. Just just go with it. Since we're talking summertime, we've been talking National Hot Dog Day, Talking baseball. Talking nice, cool vanilla ice cream and vanilla ice cream based drinks. My my fan for the week, apple pie Kit Kat. It is a fairly new flavor, and I was like, I was kind of like you. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll try it. And I was I was pleasantly surprised. Now I'm not saying it's it's the greatest thing ever, but uh, it has a nice cinnamon flavor to it. Uh, they use white chocolate instead of the you know regular chocolate, so I mean, it, it pairs very nicely. I will, I will say that.
1: Well, tell me this. How do you get that apple pie in there with that? I just don't understand. Does it, does it really taste like apple pie?
0: It does. It does. It's Like that cinnamon, you know, from the apple pie, mm-hmm. it's in the wafer yeah, okay. of the Kit Kat. And it gives you that apple pie feeling. Uh,
1: well, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of white chocolate, but I would try it for that. I mean, get that apple pie taste in there. I mean, I need more apple pie in my life for sure. <laughs> right. Who doesn't? Right. All right. You said you had had something else. I have a flop
0: for this week, and that is doing yard work in this day gum weather.
1: Am I right? <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Uh, everyone agrees. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yard work being outside, period. What are you talking about? You walk outside Walking to, to the vehicle, <laughs> walk out to the mailbox and you come back with a farmer's tan. I mean, that's how it is. <clears throat> get in that vehicle and, and you are hot already it is it has been miserable i i got lucky today i i actually uh mowed I, I started mowing i guess yesterday and uh got uh got the rest of it mowed and then it rained today we got it, there was no chance on on any of our weather apps or anything like that all of a sudden it's pouring rain outside wind starts kicking up and and it stayed cloudy for most of the rest of the afternoon, got a couple of showers and uh, those unexpected rains that cool things off and it, the sun didn't come back up to the till right at evening. And so it didn't like steam it up and everything. So it was it was actually nice. So I finally got a nice day today. But I think everyone, everyone has experienced exactly what you're saying. Man, I don't want to be out there in it. Maybe I'm just a wimp. I don't know. But it is it is so hot, man. <laughs> So you're you're not uh, you're not gonna you know start a lawn mowing business or anything like that. Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, if I do, I'm going to be the CEO,
1: and the uh, the boys will be running the the equipment. That's I'll that, be in the truck. Daddy's gonna Daddy's gonna supply the equipment. Uh, you guys are gonna run it. I'm gonna get the money, and uh, I'll dish that out. CEO and CFO right there in one one thing for right. you. I'll pay you by the hour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how much you boys can get done. All right, Jamie, do you have anything else for this week? I believe that'll do it for me. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us for episode six. We're just so thankful you'd, you, again, you would listen to us or, or at least download, not listen. That's fine, too. Uh, but we also, one more time, we're at facebook.com slash fanatic life podcast. And uh, remember, next week we plan on having a special guest that I know you'll love. Uh, so be looking for that as well so uh, that's episode 6 for Jamie I'm John we'll see you soon and I approve this message